0: We ascribe every glory and every honor to you. We say, Lord, take your seat amongst your people and unfold to us the revelations and the truth of your counsel. Give us, Lord, an opportunity to know and experience the state of your heart for these last days. Thank you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Tonight we're looking at the values that sustains the end time believer or the end time church. The values that sustains the End time believer or the end time church. When Jesus our Lord revealed himself to the Apostle John on the island of Patmos, he gave him a message to seven churches of Asia Minor, Ephesus, Semina, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Pergamos, and Laodicea. Each of these churches were in Asia Minor, so close to each other, some 30 miles eastward, some 40 miles westward, or some 60 miles northward. They're all so close. And all these churches, seven churches of Asia Minor, reveals the various church ages or church dispensations from A.D. 30 to the rapture. But for us, we fall within the Laodicean church period which is from 1900 to the rapture, from 1900 to the rapture, so there's no other eighth church age or eighth church dispensation, the Laodicean church, which means the worldly church. Is from 1900 to the rapture. So when we talk about you and I living in the last days, we need to understand that so clearly. Because when the Lord spoke to the Apostle John about the seven churches and gave them specific words and said, Of how they were doing and how well they were doing and what challenges they had and what issues he had with each one of them. But when he came to the Laodicean church, which is from 1900 through to the rapture, so we are the last baths, then Christ would come. Amen? But the Laodicean church is that church that is full of herself. A very emotional church. Self-seeking, inward-looking. Full of the mind. So worldly. So now we can hear and say that the church has become more worldly and the world has become more churchy. Hallelujah. Jesus specifically said that you are neither cold nor hot. and Because you are lukewarm, you disturb the tummy. So you'll be vomited out. This says, except you repent. Hallelujah. So you, can, I, you and I can trace the kind of challenges we are faced with in Christendom and how the church, the body of Christ, is behaving, connecting to what Jesus had to say about the Laodicean church, which is the Laodicean church age from 1900 through to the rapture. There's no other church age. We are the last wine church. Hallelujah. But if you and I would be able to become what the Lord has called us to become once we wait for his soon coming there are certain values, there are certain things that you and I would need to remind ourselves of and give ourselves to so that we'll be able to live our purpose. And glorify our God. Hallelujah. For the Bible says that it's not man that wills or runs. It's God who shows mercy. It says that you have a testimony that you are rich. But you are poor. Hallelujah. You see yourself to be clothed with glory and with honor. But you are naked. Laodicea used to have a very authentic medical hospital that was so, so excellent and so good in ophthalmology. So Jesus refers to them and said, you believe you have good eyes, you can see, but you are blind. Come and buy of me I salve. Come buy of me eye ointment. Because you are so proud of your ophthalmology medical school that people come from everywhere to that school because Laodicea was so good in that medical area of the eyes. But he said, you are blind. You believe you are rich because Laodicea was a, a business center. So close to Colossi. But he said, you are poor. So the things that we count for riches, That makes us feel so good and makes us feel so loud and makes us look down on people and and feel so pompous. Before the Lord, it's nothing. So we must be able to begin to see things from God's perspective and understand things from God's perspective and see things as how God sees them and not as men. He says that you see yourselves as rich, but I see you as poor. You see yourselves as clothed with gorgeousness, but I see you naked. You believe you are so glorious because you are sought for. Everybody elsewhere comes to this business center because of the eye medical abilities you have. But it's better you come to me and buy from me, myself so you can see because you have eyes but you cannot see. And that is the Laodicean church. And that is the age in which we are. Everybody knows. Everybody believes in himself. Everybody is so busy doing his or her own thing. And we are placing premium on so many things that do not really mean anything to him. It says, Martha, Martha, them appear how as a group and who here on our sister and Sark and Ubira soon to me and Jim Finanza on your head to whom we may rise and ask them. Hallelujah. Because if you have the true revelation of God's word, if you have the truth of God's word, it says, and ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Do you know him? But there are certain things that, beloved, you and I would have to give ourselves so we can still keep ourselves within the corridors and the perimeters of our God. Those are the values that sustains the end time believer or the end time church. The Laodicean church is a worldly church, not a spiritual church. So kind self-seeking, worldly. But thank God for grace. Beloved, I want you to understand this. I was asking myself this question. Why didn't the Lord Leave Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, and James and John in the Laodicean age. And why didn't he take us into the age of Paul and Peter Them's. He alone knows why. But I want you to understand this. One day, when you and I would meet Apostle Paul, when you and I would meet Apostle Peter, when you and I would meet James, and all those men, and Jesus' brothers, and when you and I would meet Mama Mary, and we would seek to know how they overcame and how they made it. They also will be seeking for us to tell them how we also made it. But the mystery I want you to understand is that the same grace that kept them in their age, the same grace is even with us and more. Because the Lord knows that in our time and in our generation, these things would be. He says, unto us have come the ends of the world. But where sin did abound, grace did more abound. So he has intentionally, deliberately left you and I to be of the last wine. For the Bible says that when Jesus was at the wedding in Cana, Galilee, and it happened that they got short of wine. And Mary went to Jesus and said, son, there's no wine. And he says, what can I do? My time is not yet. So he gave an instruction. And then Mary said, whatever he tells you, do it. Then he asked them to fill the pots with water. And when they had filled all those heavy-duty pots carrying hundreds and thousands of liters of water, he said, send to the master of the ceremony and let him have a taste. And when he had tasted of the wine, he said, but for every program like this, The best wine is served first. But how come you have reserved the best wine for the last minute of this occasion? I believe by the spirit of God and the grace of God that you and I are those men and women that Almighty God is counting on because we are of the last wine. Our taste will be deeper and better and nicer. than when Apostle Paul because the Bible says that concerning our salvation, the angels have been so inquisitive to see and look into to see what is it about us that the king of kings and lord of lords left his throne and kept, they, they, they wonder, that what is it? What could it be? And can it be that I, I should? In, 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 yes, that he for me that he for me. some bass here. <laughs> me. Beloved, another stanza said, it is a mystery. So you should know how special we are to Almighty God. And has intentionally, purposefully placed us for the last leg of the church. But until you and I understand our placement in him and in his eternal plan, we would play with it, we would play it down, we would take it for granted, and we would miss out. Amen. But it's a mystery. But there are certain things that you and I would ought to do so that we can hold on and not mess up. Values the collection of guiding principles that deems so important, desirable for life, that has stood the test of time. Values, guiding principles that we must uphold The Bible says in Proverbs that don't remove the ancient landmarks that the fathers have set. The demarcation pillars, the demarcation points. If you remove them, you will not find which of the points is your land. There's so much confusion in our world today. Families against one another. And everyone at each other's throat caught issues on land matters because somebody went to move a landmark or a demarcation pillar. And as long as it is removed, you can't tell which is from which. So the Bible says that for the n- landmarks, the Asian landmarks that the fathers have said, there were certain things that the fathers deliberately said. There were certain things that Jesus did. There were certain things he taught the apostles to do. And those things sustained them. And those things made them overcome us. Those things made them to prevail. And if you and I can be like Paul. If you and I can be like Peter. If you and I can be like James and those that are being ahead of us. If you and I can be like Catherine Coleman if you and I can be like those mighty men and great women of God, Charles Finney, praying Hyde, John Hyde, there were certain things they gave themselves to. And if we can make it, we must do the same thing because there's nothing like boredom in this journey of Christian work. There's nothing like holoism. There's nothing like holo. Because it's the same spirit that was with them, that is with us. The same God that worked in them is the same God that is working in us. But our, for, for the only difference is that they gave themselves wholly to seek him. They were hungry for him. They were all out for him. We dear, We want to have our cake and eat it. Amen. So come with me to Second Peter 1. But the question I asked us yesterday that knowing that this world would pass away knowing that the day is coming that Las Vegas will be no more. Knowing what that a day is coming Sin city will be no more. Knowing that a day is coming, the most beautiful, most beautiful place ever on earth will be no more. And the things that we cherished so much don't even go far. Are you very much aware that one day you and I will be no more. He said, and Enoch walked with God. But before his translation, he had a testimony that he pleased God. Beloved, that is the most important thing. God did not allow him to see death. But before he was taken away, there was a clear declaration and a testimony that the man pleased God. What shall be said of you and I? I've always said this, that whatever we do, we are writing our own testimonial. Whatever you do, n- nobody writes your testimonial for you. You write it yourself. But the things you do, the things you say, the way you do them, and how you go about them, you are writing it. And that is what you be judged by. It says, every one of us shall be judged according to what? Our works. Now, Peter tells us that in experiencing our work with God, there are certain things we must do which would help us regardless of what to maintain the status quo that we will not miss out second peter 1 Simon peter a servant and an apostle of jesus christ evermore let's always remind ourselves that we are servants hello we are not bosses. We are not owners. For he said, What do you have that was not given to you or you did not receive? And then I love the girl version. He says, Minio yo. ha no kela shoyemo train nawo ko no okwe no nkejo amodome na na ma gbagba na na maru so what the man was are why the church do them hallelujah this says Simon Peter the servant of the lord before he even talked about an apostle of the lord Jesus hallelujah. Servant. Have a servant mentality in this pilgrim journey. So much in our era of Christianity because of a kind of mindset but he said Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us unto glory and virtue. Hallelujah. He has worked it out. That everything that pertains to life and godliness, we have it. He has worked it out. So he said in 1 Timothy 6, he says, Having therefore food and raiment, be there with content. For we came with nothing, but will carry out nothing. But let's read on. According to his divine power... He's giving us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So, so if the thing has been given to us by His divine power from the foundation, the one we're struggling to go for, it? I, I don't know. Your friend is saying, we are crumbling for it. Mie ham. But the thing has been giving us. As a parent, you have biscuit, cream crackers, nice, digestive, rich tea, all on the dining table. Your child says he won't eat. Go to a fresh house and see. I baby biscuit, and it's crumbling for you. That is what we are doing to the Lord. We have the best, but we are crumbling for Shemima. The digestive is just on your mommy's dining table. The cream crackers is there the assorted biscuit is all there the chocolate and whatever but yet you went to see Shamima. you are crumbling for it it's according to his divine power has given us all things he didn't say some things hello whatever you are looking for he has given to you and whatever you are not even looking for because what do you soon or there is no amount I say, Solomon, a day na a main mouth, I say, Radie, Mammy Nansa, I said, Now won't be some, Miss Sumo, be the Akamwamo. One be some, be the Akamwamo. One be said, What time for you now, eighty, and boo boo, almost, be the Akamwamo. So everything that pertains to life and godliness, he has given to us. So you and I would escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. Amen? Are you with me? Verse 4 Whereby I giving unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by this ye Partakers of the divine nature, having escaped that corruption that is in this world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, moral uprightness. If we can make it in this journey as the last day and the last batch Christians and people of the Laodicean church age 1900 to the rapture we must be conscious of moral uprightness we must add that amen amen These are ingredients you put together to cook good food. Nourishing food. It says, add virtue. Consciousness of morality. To be truthful, sincere, dependable, you will not allow for the quest or the corner for anything make you be crooked in your ways. Be honest because whatever would make you be crooked whatever would make you unfaithful he has given to you. I mean you, you understand what I'm talking about? Because in Matthew 6 33, he said, your father in heaven knows the things that the Gentiles seek after. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. Amen? Are are you with me? What you need most, that would make you would ha- have to do anything to grip God or sin against God or mess up yourself or whatever, is already available. Then the question is that, why am I not getting it? It's because you have not thought of realizing what you have. Because if you know what you have, you will not go looking for what you have. That is why the enemy has done everything in his power to make us ignorant. Amen. If you do not know, then you will go for But when you know, so the Bible says that when the prodigal son had taken the wealth of the family and gone and wasted it. Look at how it happened. But this guy was so loaded, but he went lavishly, wasted whatever he took. And now, this boy from such a rich home that had everything to his disposal and had servants, now went feeding on pig food. Hey, in the Hebrew, we say, my own dear, it, it shouldn't happen. Say Odyssepa Bekwa Ebrahunu Senior Fedia Obekako di Preko Briane. Enjoy ni preko precom no ni pre prequadriane home. Ah, or your odisio. The Bible said he came to himself. The church of Jesus Christ in these last days must come to herself. Come to yourself. Come to yourself that, ah! This is not my estate. You bore me or the You bore me or this year. That is the only way that would make us retrace steps. We must go back for our first love. We must go back when we first believed. Virtue is unnegotiable. We've got to go back for it. That you will say something you're not supposed to say, and then your heart would charge you. Because nobody has to tell you that, oh, now we are in the Now we can't When you do it, the man on the inside, because the Bible says in First in John 3, 19 and 20, 18 to 20, he said that if Our hearts do not condemn us. We have confidence towards God. And anything that we ask of him, we receive. Because God knows all things. And God is greater than our hearts. So the believer doesn't need the Holy Ghost to convict him. Because the recreated heart would always be a check. Are you with me? Tonight I want us to understand what kind of life will be called on He says, he that is born of God does not commit sin, means does not live in sin or practice sin because the seed of God is in him. The sperma, the sperma, the sperma of God is in him, which is the seed of God. If the seed of God is in you, if the spirit of God is in you, you cannot do some things. So we need to come alive to understand what it is that we must do so we can maintain the status quo of our calling. It says, add to your faith in Christ. Having received the knowledge of him, having gotten the information, work in that information. The first knowledge is gnosis. The second knowledge, as you practice the information you have, is epignosis. It says, add to your faith virtue, moral uprightness. Because you can't say you're a believer and you live by heart. You can't say you're a believer, you talk anyhow. You can't say you're a believer and you eat anyhow. You can't say you're a believer and behave anyhow. Darby, if you're a believer, you must demonstrate the character of Christ. Virtue. Then he said, add to your virtue Knowledge. Because if you have understanding, you will do better. You would only do what you are doing because you do not know. But when knowledge comes, knowledge reforms. Are you with me? So the church of Jesus in these last days must have the true knowledge of Jesus Christ. And it comes by revelation. And it's simple, it's not complex. And it comes by the mighty paraclete that he has given with us because he says, I will not leave you comfortless. When I leave you, I will send a comforter. And he will teach. So the Holy Spirit teaches us to know and to, and, and to live the life of Christ. So it says, add to your faith, not, to, to virtue and to virtue, knowledge. There are seven of them. Then to knowledge, temperance, you've got to add it. You've got to add it. Temperance, self control, or discipline. It's unfortunate the charismatic church is not disciplined. There's so much disorder because of democracy. of the systems of the world because of the mindset and the things we are fed with because of the things we see and hear on the radio because of the things we see and hear on the TV because of the things we see and hear on social media and the Bible says, in the last days, knowledge shall be on the increase. And when knowledge on the increase comes, people will become so knowledgeable, and information will be so much so that that which is simple, that is sustaining, you better watch me. And that is what is happening to us. You name dudu. Hello. The values that sustains the end-time believer or the end-time church. Virtue. Knowledge. The knowledge of God and the word of God. Faith in Christ. The systems of the world is such that everything about believing and trusting God for a thing is not. Because if you go into the West... If you need money, you can stretch your faith and believe that a miracle will happen. You, you turn to your credit card. Everything is instant, instant. And everything is such that you are being guarded and guided to believe in the systems of men and of the world than believing and trusting and depending on God. But all these things one day would fail because they are not permanent. They are temporal. Discipline, self-control, bringing yourself under. If we are disciplined, no matter how painful the thing is, we would work on ourselves. Than getting our emotions to lead the way. Then on him, Casa, sir. On him, eh, the pan on him, Casa, sir. Miss Lowa, where are why. Hello, so what can I say? We aqua. So, we must go back to the beginning of the beginnings. Amen? Hello? We don't hear these things again. So, it's like I've I've descended from some planet, but beloved, these are the things he gave us from the beginning, and these are the things that have sustained us, and if we will be able to make it, we must be consistent in the things that he gave us, amen, virtue, being truthful, genuine, and sincere. You can't tell a lie. If you told a lie, your heart will check you. You can't be free until you confess. You can't steal. When, when, when you steal, when you come into the presence of God, you are not, you, you, unless you confess to your brother or your sister. God consciousness. You are conscious of God. Hallelujah. You are what? Conscious of God. So you can't do anything that you know that God will not have you do. You can't say certain things that you know God will not have you to say. You can't make certain friends that you know that will not help you because there are some of the friends. Bible says that we need to withdraw from them because they will gender onto more ungodliness. Who come on? Who who say? Amen. In the church today, we come to church. We are seated. Once the word of God is going on and praise and worship is going on. We Once the word of God is going on, worship is going on. You're looking at somebody's something. Wombat. Conscious of God, always hungry because Bible says in five six. They that hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. In Tinyame, ekomen command they dena a bear then and Yamia Shoma Mumayan Trimbe, Yame, Senebea or Casa, Yatinantem. Let's come closer. Let's come. It says, Draw nigh unto God. And he will draw nigh unto you. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. As though he were in terror. Resist the devil. He says the prince of this earth cometh. And has no part in me. Add. And how do you add? Pray with all prayers with supplication in the spirit Jude 1 building up on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost if any man prays in known tongue he edifies himself he builds himself these are things that we need to do knowing well that we are sojourners we are only passing through so we don't live like those who have no hope. We don't live like those who are going nowhere. When I travel, I'm very careful. Because if anything happens, I don't even have health insurance. So if the citizens who have health insurance and everything are doing everything we feel me who Hallelujah. Cuz I remember one time I had an appendix attack 2005 after Easter conversion in the US. And I was rushed to the hospital for surgery. And the following Thursday, I was supposed to meet the doctor. His doctor, Kamarara. Kamarata. But he said, Kamarara. I said, You're from Africa? I said, Yes, I'm from Africa. The surgery is going to cost you $14,000. Can you pay? He said, doctor, I work on in <laughs> I said, okay. Get your bankers to bring your statement so we'll see whether you can pay. So I came to my bankers and said, send them. My salary was 250 Ghana. So how do I pay? Jara. These are some of the things that America has done. That is why they are blessed. But they are throwing down the values. $14,000 free. Sent to emergency. So beloved, we are so generous. So we won't live like we are from here. You do your crew, man. Yes, you be Yachya. But whilst we are here, this is not our final destination. I just want to encourage you because the Bible says that we should encourage one another about the soon coming of Christ. First Thessalonians 4 from 15. It says, and those who are alive will not hinder those who are dead. For at the last trump, Jesus would come, and we shall meet the Lord in the air. He says, comfort one another with these words. I want to encourage you that, beloved, we are so generous. This world is not our home. We are only passing through. Our full years will be lived in our father's home. He says, believe in me. Believe also in my father. For in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. And when I have finished preparing the place, I will come back unto you and take you to myself. Where I would be, there you would be also. So we must be conscious of living the life that would give us both the access and the visa to go to our country. Amen. Amen. Beloved, I want you to know that all the life we are leading now, we are going through judgment. Amen? All the life, all the going up and coming down, everything we are doing now, we are preparing ourselves for the final destination of the rapture. So it isn't like it is when he comes before he will decide. You are deciding And I'm deciding how the end would be now. So add discipline to your life. Add some order to your life. Add some respect to your life. And it says, add to temperance or discipline or self-control, patience. 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 Many of us are not patient. Long suffering for bearing one another. Holding pain for long. Holding offense for long without the offense eating you up. Because if offense eats you up, you cannot pray. If offense eats you up, you cannot fast. If your offense eats you up, you cannot worship. If your offense eats you up, you cannot sing, beloved. If you are angry, I said, say hi to the brother sitting next to you. You you, you can't do it. But if your spirit is elated and free, so brother, praise God. Patience. Hello? Patience is needed. It says, ye have need of patience that after you have done the will of God to receive the promise. So, patience precedes receiving the promise. And to patience, brotherly kindness. I am We are no longer kind. If we are going to be kind to anybody, then it means that we must also get something in, re- in return. One time a sister walked to me, he said, Bishop, unnamni said, Because anybody that gives any help, something must be received back. But this is not the life we'll be called on to. Brotherly kindness. Because if we do good to one another, we are doing it unto the Lord. It is for Christ's sake we do it. And this is what would sustain us for the journey ahead. Christ is coming. We must do good to one another. For by this would the world know that ye are my disciple, Because of the way we would express true and genuine love. When the world talks about love, they mean something else. Oh, hello? When the, when the, when the world talks about, oh brother, I love you, it means something else. If a man says, I love you, it means something else to them. But when I say to Bishop Kojo, I love you, I'm talking about the agape. If I say that I love Bishop Sully, it's from the sweetness and the good feeling of my heart. Not because of any rainbow color. Hallelujah. The world must not define love to us. We must tell the world that love is what you have to offer, not what to get back. This Christian life and journey is a practical thorough and decent that is why we are talking about Values that would sustain the end time believer and the end time church. They're guiding principles that have stood the test of time, that will never fade or fail. Amen? Personal conduct, character, godly character. And beyond all this, it says, add what? Godliness. First Timothy 6. It says, for the love of 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is good. God wants us to have money. But God's greatest problem is that he doesn't want money to have us. When money have us, We pursue money and forsake the things of God. If because of money, I cannot serve God or worship God or do what I'm supposed to do as a Christian, then I've missed out. He says, these things I know that the Gentiles seek. We are not Gentiles. He has blessed us with all things that pertain unto what? Life and godliness. And in our lifetime, as we faithfully serve him, we shall see his goodness. We shall eat the good of the land. Amen? And he says that if these things be in us and abound, it makes us that we will not be barren. We shall be fruitful in the things of God. Christ is coming. In Luke 18:1. 1, he says, When the Son of Man shall come, shall he find faith on earth? Shall he find you believing? Shall he find you praying? Shall he find you serving him truthfully and sincerely because everything in our world today is just making us reduce our devotion our commitment, our love for God, our love for one another and our consciousness of living pure because everybody around you is doing it. So it rather looks like you rather you are wrong. There's something wrong with you. Amen. The so-called ministers they are doing it. The preachers, they are doing it. And they box all of us together. But let us be that remnant. Yeah. Let us be that remnant. Let us be that remnant. That when even they have whatever they will say, when they would meet us face to face, they themselves will go back and tell themselves, omun no de omon They may send people to test us. They may bring their briefcases with their monies and say, oh, you know what I'm saying? And they'll bring it. He says, I'm sorry, I'm okay. I don't need it. I need it, but I won't take it. Because there are certain things when you take from certain people Ukbe-nya. the finish will be that. Amen? There are certain things in life. People may hold you in high esteem, respect you, and honor you. The day you go to them and say, that day, that day, all the regard and respect he has for you changes. Amen? So for the sake of value, As a minister or as a brother or sister, you must know who you go to to ask for help. Because they're sending people, they may respect you for who you are, but the day that you ask for some help or you go to their house and they give you food, the way you will eat, You finish with that. They say, hey, Bishop Bahao, the you know. You finished with that. So, if you know you have to break the bones, they say, please give me take away. You want to break the bones? Say, "Obechimi, mammy, take away." He said, "No, no," and I said, "May the commandment cry, man. I know. He said, "No, no, dear. Now do fear. Now where you will top, no." No, no. home. Hallelujah. Beloved, to conclude, in this journey, let's put away pretense and hypocrisy. Be yourself. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.